Hello and welcome back to the True Blue Sporting Podcast, official preview of the 2022 NRL season. We've got through the bottom eight. It's time to go into who's going to be playing finals football in 2022, in my opinion. Coming in eighth spot and just scraping their way into the eight, I've got the Brisbane Broncos. Now, you may say, hear the Brisbane Broncos and think, what's he talking about? They've had two very, very poor years running in 16th and 14th in consecutive seasons. But I think the Brisbane Broncos finally have the cattle to make the top eight, and here's why. The signing of Adam Reynolds, Kurt Capewell, and Ryan James are going to be influential in leading this side back to where the Brisbane Broncos belong, and that's the top eight. Those three names alone, along with Jensen, Branko Lee, Tamari Martin, Jordan Pereira, and Billy Walters, add experience into a side which was lacking a lot of experience the past two seasons. Adam Reynolds is a premier halfback in this game. He's a leader. He was the captain of South Sydney last year, which was a side who ended up playing on the last day. And Kurt Capewell is a premiership winner coming from the Penrith Panthers. I think those two alone can set the standards which are required to play finals football. Ryan James is also another interesting one. Ryan James is a very, very good player, but just been extremely lucky with injury unlucky with injuries, spending a lot of time on the sideline having to recover from a few ACL injuries. I really like the pickup of Jordan Pereira for the Brisbane Broncos, the winger from St. George Illawarra, and he's very underrated. I think he's very good out of yardage. He gets the ball and he um, works it out and gets the ball back to where it needs to be and transitions from defence to attack very well. Although they have brought in a few players, Players have left the building as well, with Asiata, Bullymore, Coates, Copley, Croft, Dearden, Glenn, Levi, and Milford all leaving the club. The the most notable loss here for mine is Xavier Coates. Xavier Coates is a state of origin winger, and he is of that calibre. And it's just a very unfortunate loss for the Brisbane Broncos. They would have loved to keep him, but the offer which Melbourne were... um, showing him was just too good not to turn down. The key talking point for the Brisbane Broncos this year, for mine, is if they can have a healthy Katoni Staggs. Now, Katoni Staggs is one of the most damaging players in this competition when he's healthy. If he stays on the field, he can have an immense impact on how this side is going to go in 2022. But if he gets injured, I think they might struggle. Katoni Staggs has the potential to go down as the best centre in this competition. He's just so damaging. He's got tackle-breaking ability. He gets the ball. He's got a great right-arm carry, a strong left end, but he's also got the ability to change the ball and fend off with the other hand, which is a very good ability for a centre. There was question marks whether he would play in the halves with uh, Adam Reynolds, but I think the centre spot is his position and it's best is where he's best suited for this side going forward. They've also got extremely exciting outside backs with the likes of Tessie New and Selwyn Cobbo. Selwyn Cobbo has been likened to the likes of Latrell Mitchell and Greg Inglis. And he's just another one with a great carry and a very strong presence on the field. And he's my tip for this year's Rookie of the Year. The battle for the sixth jersey has been a big question point coming out of 
um, Red Hill, and with the likes of Billy Walters, Tyson Gamble, Albert Kelly, and Tamare Martin all thrown into the mix. Now, with this spot, I think they're going to lean towards Billy Walters. Billy Walters has had sensational trial form, and although trials don't always represent into um, the the season, it goes a very long way for a player looking to cement their spot in the side. And for this side, Billy Walters looks to be the 5'8", and the man to partner Adam Reynolds. Patrick Carrigan also returns from an ACL injury and is going to go straight back into this side. Carrigan has the potential to pay for Queensland, and I think he will make his origin debut in 2022 if he can stay on the field and return from the ACL injury unscathed. I'm tipping Payne Haas to have another big year, but that's no surprise. He has turned into a premier front rower in this game and will continue to go from strength to strength in season 2022. This year is also the last season in which Brisbane will be the sole uh, the Broncos, rather, will be the sole side in Brisbane, with the Redcliffe Dolphins joining the competition in 2023. So look for Brisbane to further cement themselves as the main team in the area, with the Dolphins knocking on the doorstep. My predicted round one lineup for the Brisbane Broncos goes as follows. I've got Jermaine Osako starting at fullback, but I will not be surprised if Tessie knew uh, later on in the year, wins that jersey um, from him. Jordan Pereira earns a spot on the wing with Herbie Farmworth. Katoni Staggs and Selwyn Cobbo have the potential to be one of the most damaging centre pairings in the competition. Billy Walters, as I said, is the 5'8", partner- partnering their captain, Adam Reynolds. Payne Haas and Reese Kennedy are the front row with Jake Turpin playing hooker, a very solid defensive number nine. Kurt Capewell, Jordan Ricky is the back row. Patrick Carrigan at lock. And off the bench, Kobe Hetherington, uh, Corey Jensen, Ryan James, and Corey Pakes, who has been very impressive in this year's trials and has looked to earn that utility spot off the bench. Now moving on to seventh position on the ladder. I've predicted a team to slide a bit. Um, they tip... They, just missed out on the four last year in the second last week, and I'm predicting them to fl- uh, slide further down the ladder this year, and it's the Parramatta Eels. There's no mistaking it that this year is a break, make or break year for the Parramatta Eels, and they are looking to break the longest current Premiership drought. I, the players have outwardly stated that this is their year. This is our year. And I think once you do that, a lot of pressure gets put on you, not only internally, but externally. The fans at Parramatta are demanding a premiership from this squad. This squad is good enough to win a premiership, but they just haven't delivered when the pressure calls for it. When the game's on the line in a semi-final, they don't stand up. Now, some would say they were extremely unlucky in last year's semi-final, and I would have a tendency to agree, but that a moment doesn't define a game. They didn't get it right on the day, and unfortunately, they were knocked out once again. Uh, the youngster to watch for this side is Will Penasini. Penasini is a young, up-and-coming centre. Played a few games last year, but he's going to go to another level. He's going to cement that centre spot for his own, 
and absolutely go bananas. He has an incredible carry with the right arm and a left fin and is also a very, very solid defender. Their forward pack is up there with the best in the competition. You've got the likes of Regan Campbell-Gillard, Junior Paulo, Ryan Madison, but they've got to perform and they've got to drive this team forward. They've got to pl- play, lay the f- platform rather for Mitchell Moses and Dylan Brown to play off. For me, the big player to return this year is Ryan Madison. Unfortunately for Madison, last year wasn't his best year. He didn't have a great 21 season, but I'm predicting him to go even to improve upon that and return to the form that saw him earn the contract towards Parramatta. He's, for Ryan to recapture that form, he needs to go back into the middle. Ryan Madison has incredible ball-playing ability, and this was seen by his ability to play in the halves. He's played in the halves at the Roosters and the Tigers. His ball-playing is very, very solid. So through moving him into the middle third of the field, it allows him to use that as part of his game and enter that into the attack. And I think that could be an interesting focal point for the Parramatta Eels attack in season 2022. It allows the likes of Mitchell Moses to have a bit more time. And with Mitchell Moses, if he's got time, he's able to put on a lot of shape. For me, Dylan Brown, he's a very, very solid player. Defensively, I heard a stat. He's one of the only halves to have played 15... He's the only half to have played 15 or more NRL games and have a tackle efficiency of over 90%. But for Dylan, he needs to get his attack right. Unfortunately, last season, he only had three try assists, and that's not good enough for a first-grade 5'8". So for Dylan Brown, he needs to improve on his attack, but also keep that defence, which has made him so special. Junior Paulo has been announced alongside Clint Gutherson as the club captain for season 2022. And this is a very interesting decision by Parramatta. It shows a very, very good um, bit of confidence in Junior Paulo to say, look, we rate you as one of these leaders of the club alongside Gutherson, who has had the duties solely for three years now, and allows him to go out there and freely lead. I think he was a leader before he was given the captaincy, so it's very interesting to give him the captaincy and give him that extra bit of responsibility. But I think it's going to be something that's going to elevate Junior Paulo's uh, football and the way he goes about the game in Season 22. Now, if we look into the Round 1 lineup for the... Parramatta Eels. Clint Gutherson uh, was one captain out the back. Sean Russell gets the wing spot after Hayes Dunster obliterated his knee in the trial and it's so unfortunate for him because I did have him on the wing spot and I think it was the way Parramatta were going to go. So unfortunately his ACL, MCL and PCL injury has set him back but I'm sure he'll be back bigger and better than ever in 2023. Bailey Simonson, a recruit from Canberra Raiders, gets the other wing spot in round one and is going to be a very good signing for this club this season. Wonga Blake and Will Penasini is the centre pairing. The halves partner partnership stays the same with Dylan Brown and Mitchell Moses. Mitchell Moses has elevated his game to another level in 2021, making his origin debut. And I hope for the Parramatta Eels' sake that he can lead them to a finals series, um, a very, very strong finals series this season, and he needs to, for him to cement his own legacy as a footballer 
Regan Campbell-Gillard and Junior Polo is the front row. That's a very, very strong front row. Reid Marnie was on the cusp of his first ever State of Origin uh, appearance last year, unfortunately being ruled out through injury. And he's off to Canterbury-Bankstown next year. So his last season in the blue and gold. Sean Lay and Isaiah Papali'i are the back row. Papali'i, the signing of the season last year uh, and the back rower of the year improving his game immensely in 21. Ryan Madison at the lock spot. Mitch Rain, a recruit from the Gold Coast Titans, and a recruit which I very, very much like for this side because they did struggle to cover the position of hooker last year when Reid Marnie went down. And some would say playing Ray Stone in the hooking role may have cost them a prelim final. So Mitch Rain allows for covering that position. Oregon Kafusi. Marita Niakore. Now, Niakore can play in the back row or even fill in at centre. He played a few games there at centre and was absolutely sensational. And Oregon Kafusi rounds up the bench for mine. Now, I think Parramatta, they can push for the top four, but I just don't see it happening this year. I see a few teams going a bit better in 22. So, unfortunately for them, they finish seventh. But you never know. You can get in the finals and cause chaos. So, recapping, we've just done 8th and 7th, but to go through my full ladder prediction so far, we've got the North Queensland Cowboys at 16th, the West Tigers at 15th, the Newcastle Knights in 14th spot, and the New Zealand Warriors at 13th. Coming in 12th, I've got the St. George, Illo sorry, the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs. 11th is where the St. George Illawarra Dragons will finish. In the 10th spot, I've got the Gold Coast Titans. Canberra Raiders running in 9th. The Brisbane Broncos returning to finals football in 8th spot. And the Parramatta Eels running 7th in 2022. So, we will move on to 6th and 5th in the next episode. And I look forward to seeing you on the True Blue Sporting Podcast official preview of the 2022 and our real season.